Hello, listener. Welcome to the Slazoom Podcast. Today, brought to you by the letter P. P. Bringing you words like penis. Yeah. P. <laughs> Poop. Pussy. And Penelope. It can also be names. The letter P. Good for all your dirty jokes and letter apparently P. names. <laughs> that's a, that's a good letter. That, that is a good letter. It's a good letter. I do love yeah. I don't know if I ever had that on uh, Sesame Street. Maybe not in quite such a ridiculous fashion. Well, I think to start this week off, we've got a couple of follow-ups from last week. True. We have to kind of close the door on a few. Um, on a I few can't topics. remember last week. Uh, so I, I have one. To start off with. Um, so. Last week, for our loyal listeners, you may remember Ethan told three boring stories about oh, yeah. grasshoppers. <laughs> I have an additional boring story to add to this. Seven hells. You know, a full square of boring stories about grasshoppers. And this story is, I was walking along a path today, and there was a grasshopper in front of me. And it was a bit breezy, mind you. And the grasshopper was not going to just sit there while I was walking towards it. So it was going to jump across the sidewalk to the end, to, like, the edge of the sidewalk. But as soon as it got up in the air, the wind caught it, and it just flew off into the distance. Phew! And that's my story about grasshoppers. <laughs> right, right into the cat dimension. <laughs> well, give, give the people what they want. Tell us the final, the, the, the fate of Purdy. Oh, yes. So... Another callback from last week, I had a chicken, which if you're like anybody else that I've gotten feedback from about last week's episode, you tuned out during this part, which is fine. Suffice to say, I had a chicken that was really nice, and I didn't remember its fate. Well, last weekend, I went back home to the farm and asked my parents uh, if they remembered whatever happened to this bird, and I was talking to my dad about this, and I asked him. You are that bird. Whoa! <laughs> I am birdie. <laughs> Sadly, no. Well, not yet, anyway. Um, so it turns out, uh, like, I asked my dad about this, and my dad's like, I think Purdy hung himself. <laughs> like, and you're like, Dad, you mean hanged. And, <laughs> and so, um,. Natural follow-up. How does a rooster hang himself? Well, apparently, um, in the roost, there was, like, a spot where, like, two boards got stuck, were, like, crossing each other, and he, like, fell, I guess, and one of his legs, like, caught in there. So, like, his foot was caught in the, in, like, the, uh, the elbow of these two boards, and he was just hanging there. And he was all already sort of on his last leg, but that was the final straw, and so my dad found him. That, that literally took the last down. leg. Yeah. That's, that's, that was the fate of Purdy. Well, that, so he died. He totally Man. died. Yeah, my dad found him dead, hanging upside down. Did I was hoping die? it was going to be, like, actually hanging from his neck, so yeah. that way so I could say he died s- choking the chicken. Did he die <laughs> from starvation, or...? I don't think so. I mean, he was just... 
Oh, like his lungs didn't function correctly when he was upside down or something? Probably. I mean, it's a lot of stress, and like I said, he was already an old bird. Aw, poor guy. (laughs) Oh my god, well, I was... Where my mind immediately went is that, yeah, he died, like, hanging from a noose. (laughs) Weird. And then, like... And that you would be like, no, I don't believe it. Purdy was such a happy, life-loving bird. He would never commit suicide. And then you're like... Maybe it was an autoerotic asphyxiation accident. But Colin, <laughs> in his little pun, brought up... That would be really meta. A chicken Sorry. who accidentally kills itself in an autoerotic asphyxiation thing gone wrong. Like, a chicken that was actually choked, choking the chicken while choking. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to fucking do that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to interrupt you so I could make that joke. Be quick or be dead, Colin. The rule of podcast. Well, he was choking the chicken, and this chicken got choked. Oh, man. You should be that guy off of CSI. Horatio Boner. Yeah. She is that guy off of CSI. (laughs) She's the guy's sunglasses. So, apparently we have a... um, like a new podcast logo or something? Is yeah. this on our website or only on iTunes that it's on? Now? Our logo actually isn't even on the website. I should put it there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had a bit of spare time uh, whenever I was putting together the last podcast. So I went through the bother of actually putting it on iTunes. And while I was at it, in honor of our fourth seemingly regular guest now... Uh, <laughs> Sarah fa- got her face on the logo. And also, I did Ethan's hair. Oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> it took him hours. Yeah. What do I look? Do, do I look good? You, like, uh, you, I adjusted your hair slightly, too, because, like, I, I, I know what I'm doing a bit more in, like, this program that I used to make the logo now. So you got a little, uh, a little arrow cut out of your hair. Did you give me, like, a, like, a pubic, pre-pubic beard here that I got going on? Pre-pubic Just, uh, like this six six year old's beard. Do you mean prepubescent beard? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. This is the beard I get before my pubes come. Yeah. Out. This is the no, beard. No, no, no. This is a beard dog. made of pubes. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same thing. Yeah. Colin doesn't actually grow any hair out of his face. It's always just been shaved pubes. <laughs> he just glues them up there. And this is still yeah. the best he can come up with. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look bad. I mean, he looks pretty pedo, which, you know, <laughs> is appropriate. Colin loves kids. So, I had a, a couple callbacks from last week. Yes, First please. of all, I must apologize to the listener um, that I... Uh, if you thought Ethan has really good deadpan... Pretending that he thinks that oh, yeah. Caleb doesn't know what butt plugs are used for. <laughs> you were incorrect. That wasn't deadpan. I uh, I blame it on low blood sugar from drinking instead of being drunk from drinking. And that for some reason, I thought that Caleb, who uh, who has who I've had many discussions with about various uh, explicit things. Somehow made it through life to the age of 27 without knowing that uh, butt plugs were not, in fact, a medical device used (laughs) for uh, strictly utilitarian purposes. Of plugging the butt. Yeah, yeah. Doctor, this butt won't shut. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, Ethan, that's a nice apology to the yeah, listener. So I apologies to the listener for uh, for my lack of whatever. But I would say the larger sin in all of this, <laughs> of this being last week's episode, was you fucking deciding to make ramen in the middle of the goddamn episode. I will yeah, not apologize was, for it that. It was that much worse in that, like, you started to at one point, and then we're like, hey, don't make ramen. And you're like, okay, I better wait till after. And then you fucking did it anyway later. <laughs> I feel like I went that but that much further later. I don't know. Yeah, it was like ten <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> I just can't wait for ramen. And who can wait? The most delicious thing in the goddamn planet. And what was worse, instead of like boiling some water in a pot and putting the ramen in there, you decided to make it in the microwave. Which that's what I want. <laughs> to a normal person, that seems reasonable. <laughs> But Ethan chose his bowl very poorly. Oh. <laughs> he chose the bowl that soaks up all of the energy from the microwave and transfers none of it into the inside. Like a big old copper kettle. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you can't wait for ramen. It's like when my now wife was my girlfriend and we've been dating for six months. We're like, when should we have start having sex? Or we're like, let's wait till we've been together for two years. But then later that night, we ate a bunch of ramen noodles. <laughs> I guess See what I did? It sounded like the joke was going one way, it went another way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it did require some explaining. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a good joke, Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. Do you guys add the whole sauce packet? Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. <laughs> I add the whole you sauce packet, and then I add, like, more spices. I add, like, half the sauce for me. Really? It's so salty, and I love salt, but it's just too much. It's like 1,800 milligrams. It is a lot. So it's not great if you have high blood blood pressure. (laughs) But you know, most people aren't sensitive to salt. Or, like, if you're not sensitive, like, your blood pressure is either sensitive to salt or it's not. And if you are sensitive to salt, you gotta watch your sodium intake. But, like, a ton of people, I am one of them, are not, so it doesn't matter how much salt you eat, it won't affect your blood pressure. Yeah, I've heard that as well. It's the same with, with me. Yeah. Which is good. My cardiologist told me to eat more salt. Oh, wow. And I was like, that's like my goal every day. And you're still only putting in half the packet? That's not healthy, Sarah. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking stupid, you idiot. One, okay, <laughs> one serving of ramen has like 900 milligrams of sodium, which is like almost half of that's almost a gram. Yes. Oh my god. 90% of a gram. Yeah, look at this. Mr. Knows his SI prefixes. <laughs> nice. What I really like to do with ramen is I cook it and then I drain out almost all the water. So I'm eating like just like the noodles instead of like as a soup, which is makes things a lot easier. And then I put in this the flavoring packet and then I put in like a whole bunch of like sriracha. Okay, that's great. Okay. And a soft boiled egg. Yeah, yeah, that's that's also a key. I mean, you might as well. You're already boiling water. Might as well soft boil an egg. But I, I've sadly been out of eggs recently, so I've been having ramen sans eggs for yeah. the last. I only eat tomatoes and zucchini anymore, so I don't know what food tastes <laughs> like. Other than that, you should try zucchini chips. That's right, we were talking about how much we hate CS community-supported agriculture before the podcast started. 
I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe if it gave you more corn and, you know, the stuff that they grow in actual fields. But they give you stuff so that when you plant it in your uh, garden, it's way fucking too much already in your garden. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's for people in apartments, I feel like, and for people that want to eat. Um, shit. Foods you've never heard of. Some plants you've never heard of in your life. Like kohlrabi? I wish I could... Good. That's still in our fridge right now. Kohlrabi, isn't that like a type of like martial arts? Yes. When... I think it was like uh, Simba's mother. <laughs> on Lion yeah. King. That's pretty good. Kohlrabi! Kohlrabi! <laughs> when my wife and I did community supported agriculture, like the first two weeks we got like fucking nothing but radishes and random shit. Awesome. We had a lot of radishes. Yeah, radishes, like, I, I guess like they grow really the early in the year, so they're like one of the first things. Yeah. That, it's like, oh great, radishes. Oh great. You can put them on a salad, you... or you can put them on a salad. Put them in the car. Yeah, you can yeah, grow them later in the year. You can actually grow them in the heat of the summer if you want them to taste like shit and actually be kind of spicy. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that, uh, like, radishes, some people plant as cover crops. Um, and We've done that. And normally, some like, conservation programs will pay you to do that kind of shit. Yeah. And, like, you, you just, like, let them grow. So, like, you can go out and pick some if you want, but usually you don't. You just, like, That's right, listener. Only you can fight soil erosion. And, uh, by planting radishes. And so anyway, like, those are ones that, like, if you do go out and pick them later, yeah, they will be pretty spicy, because they'll be, like, super mature. Spicy. But I don't know if that's good or not. Probably not. Probably that's what They're not good that way. Well, you can actually cook, you can actually eat radish greens, and the greens of the radish are, I think, actually better than the fucking radish itself. Mm. It's kind of like arugula or something. Da-da-da-da-da. So also from uh, last week, my final things. my final callback. At the beginning of the episode last week, I said there was something that I was definitely going to talk about that I definitely did not talk about. Uh, so I don't think you know what definitely. Is. <laughs> I I want to like run for I don't know if you can't. I'm sure it's not an elected thing. You're appointed, but I want to be the head of the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission. Because I think that, like, every year, or, like, every month, we need to, as a nation, randomly select two TV shows um, and force them to do a crossover episode. <laughs> you know, in fact, I think it would be a really fun game, just to, like, come up with a list of, like, 150 TV shows and just randomly pick two... And you have to... Someone has to devise an episode for a crossover. That could be a, a good game. Like a yeah, general hospital Aqua Teen Hunger Force crossover. <laughs> yeah, it might be tricky like if you don't know one or both of the shows, but, you know, it's always fun to bullshit something. Yeah. I mean, it couldn't be any worse than Second Impressions. That's right. You know, I should make a... I should, I should make a game. Uh, crossover. We have to, uh... I don't even like her. Invent a Yeah, crossover. call it that. Hey, uh, Caleb, get me my other beer. Yeah, bastard. That's right, he only brought two beers. 
You brought two beers? Yeah, that's why he just finished one and said, bring me my other beer. Oh, okay. Well, Sarah has five liters of wine. <laughs> you brought a box of wine? Oh, yeah. On nice. $14. I had some wine today. We Damn. went out to this uh, fancy, fancy southern restaurant, which is it's apparently two wine. adjectives that can go together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, I had some nice whiskey drink because they drink whiskey in the south. That's right. Then some wine after it because Nicole doesn't drink whiskey. <laughs> so. Yeah. What'd you have to eat? Got a like uh, arugula or collard arugula. greens? Collard greens. I, I, we went there, and coincidentally, all they had left on the menu was tomatoes and zucchini. <laughs> well, I had, uh, it was, it's part of restaurant week in Des Moines. Like, a bunch of these restaurants participate. Restaurant week? And, um, I just yeah. met her aunt week. <laughs> Come on, man. And, That's uh, surprising. yeah, it was bad. Bad. So the restaurants uh, give you a an appetizer and a main course and a dessert, all for a set price, and they give you a choice of two or three of each. So it's pretty cool. So you Try got to three get desserts. You out. Yeah. What? You got three desserts. No. So you get one of each of those. Oh. You you cannot pick three of one. Pick one of each. Well, that's and it actually turns out to be pretty fucking expensive, which is why we've gone two times already, and I've paid zero dollars into it. <laughs> the first bill was like a hundred and five bucks. Oh. Selling food? No, no, that was the first restaurant. I don't know what this one was. <laughs> Classic call. <laughs> Sorry. I don't have I don't have a job, nor any money. Also, here's another little thing that you might not know: when you consolidate loans after your first degree, you do not get a grace period after you graduate the second time. Oh bummer! Oh wow! So bummer. you have to pay back okay. the next month your monthly loans. Oh shit! The very next month after you graduate. Yeah, because with two degrees, you should be able to get a job, like, seconds after you graduate. That's right? Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. So I'm going to have to skimp a little bit for uh, maybe get a shitty job. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I just did. Eh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I've, I've got work at <laughs> I mean, 5 a.m. tomorrow a... working on a loading dock. In T-minus. Sounds kind of fun, though. <laughs> Six and a half hours. Yeah. Nice. But, hey, you know, it, it actually... It actually pays really well for unskilled labor, for unscreet, for unskilled entry level labor. It actually pays really well. Yeah. yeah. So, are you actually like physically lifting things onto a truck, or are you like operating a forklift all uh, day? I'm going to operate a forklift in like a month once I get trained to operate a forklift. But for now, I'm just kind of walking. It doesn't take you a month to learn to operate a following forklift. Following people. Oh well, but you know when you have policies and procedures, and you work That's in the speed cool. of bureaucracy, then then it does. So, well, I mean, you probably get the pay whether you're driving the forklift or not. So, 
What do you catch? That's right, it's hourly. So what I'm doing right now is walking around trying not to get murdered by forklift. Because <laughs> everyone else is in a forklift zipping around with impunity, and I am a squishy little pile of flesh trying not to get pinched between forklifts. You should call them on their, their reckless behavior, like, that's not in the manual! <laughs> <laughs> And in a month, you'll be driving a forklift around trying to murder. That that's, that's right. how it goes. You know, it's a uh, forklift fork fork forklift <laughs> world. <laughs> forklift lift forklift world. Yeah. <laughs> like, fork or be forked. Colin just snorted. That. <laughs> that was not snorting. Don't be Colin. What did I do? Snorted. I snorted. Sounded like it. Colin's always had a soft spot for dumb puns. <laughs> yeah, well, he has a, he has a mirror with a line of cocaine on it just outside of view. Ah. <laughs> see. see, Colin, you're talking about having to cut back a little bit. Maybe start with the cocaine. I'm not not criticizing. Just giving a suggestion. Don't tell me how to live my life. All right? Okay, 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 okay. Fine, fine. I'm cutting back on already cool. like cool. getting natural life. Dude, you've always and... had natural life. How is that cutting? <laughs> yeah, back? and I've always been cutting back. <laughs> he started at infinity and now he's down to. Well, I am cutting A back lower because LF number. that same thirty that you saw last time. Obviously, it used to be a thirty would never last me one week yeah. ever. So that's cutting back. You should give all those type of vibes. puppy love from from the boy. From wee little Hector, who is not so. He's good. just a little boy. What, what's he doing now? Is he... He's asleep on the bed with Nicole. Aww. Go wake him up. Yeah. Bring him down. He should be part of the podcast again. He should be, but he's very tired at this time of night. Uh, he's full of sleeps. Uh, so well. I. He went for a run this morning, and then I took him for a walk, and then he went to the dog park. So he's tired. Actually, by the way, I go walking now, and I take my book bag, and I just put weight in my book bag. (laughs) To practice for, like, if we ever go on another hiking thing again, it won't be so fucking hard, maybe. (laughs) Colin, I think most of the problem with that hiking thing that we did was... You were just not. You were prepared physically because you were definitely in better shape than I was. But you were not prepared equipment-wise. Like you had a gym bag that you slung over your shoulders <laughs> and a cooler full of beer in your arms. That was your problem. We really appreciated that cooler when we got to the top, though. Not not arguing that point. Just saying, I think that was why it was a problem. Where was this hike? It was yeah, uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. How like. How far was it? Not that far. I think we only went... It was like 700 feet up or something. I think our campsite was maybe two and a half, three miles from the... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Like a two and a half mile, 700 feet uh, incline. We were... What was our altitude then? Like 12,000 feet, something like that? That's pretty high for, you know, us... Midwesterners. Yeah, and we just like got there that day, so we were absolutely not acclimated. <laughs> Colin, your one job was to make sure that Hector wasn't too tired to be on the podcast, but you really screwed the poop. 
I mean, <laughs> screwed the food. <laughs> See, now that was a callback. Wow. That was good. Yeah. Listener, go check out episode numero uno for, for that reference. I think you can still get the joke. Yeah, you can, but, you know, it's just... No. Set us a Sorry, I should just let these things stand. I don't need to point them out to the listener. Listener, you can find it yourself. I'm not going to hold your hand anymore. God damn it, Paolo, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I hate that guy. Right? We He'll should play. have, like, a time where we... like, And here is the time of the podcast where we'll take calls, and we just sit at a phone for five minutes, just look at it while <laughs> no one calls, and then move <laughs> I was going to say, like, we should have a time in the podcast where we roast Paulo for about, you know, five, ten minutes. Literally. Yeah. So, <laughs> over a spit. It's just, it's just screams. On a spit, sorry. It's just Not over a spit. <laughs> it starts out as screams for a few minutes, and then it turns into screams in Portuguese. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> nice. Is Portuguese his first language? Does he ever word? speak Portuguese? Uh, I mean, Does anybody his, got him to speak it? He knows how to. Yeah. Okay, now you both said that the same way. Like, I know that he's fluent, but does he ever speak it? I mean, I've heard him say words that I don't understand that he claims are Portuguese. <laughs> okay, so this is an unsubstantiated rumor at this point. I don't think he speaks any language at all. Like, he just... He has a tenuous grasp on the English language right at now. Best. And I think that's as good as he gets. Yeah. Well, we all have our mountains to climb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with a yeah. cooler full of beer. Yeah. Cooler full of beer? I went on I an hate... intense hike on Sunday and outside of Seattle. Oh, yes. So... Please elaborate. Um... I was visiting some friends in Seattle, and on Sunday, so it was three friends that lived together that I was visiting, and the two of them that aren't really into outdoor activities both had to work that day, so me and the other guy were like, let's go on a hike, and I picked, I like looked it up online, looked fine, it was eight miles round trip. And uh, we went and did it, and it was really hard and a lot more difficult than I thought. It had <laughs> 2,000 feet of elevation gain. Oof. And the trail was Holy complete, shit. The trail was completely rocks and boulders. <laughs> so, like, one false move and you're tumbling down the mountainside. Was it mostly above the tree line? Or no, what? it was all in the trees. So, up at the top... We, first we went up to a little waterfall, and then you keep climbing, and up at the very top is a glacial, not a glacial, a snowmelt lake that's really pretty. Ooh. But uh, we got to the falls, and then we were walking for a while longer, and some hikers were coming down, and we thought we were getting pretty close, and we stopped, and we said, like, oh, how are we getting pretty close to the lake? And the girl just looks at me and looks at her friend and goes, uh... And I was like, oh no. <laughs> that means we're not close at all. And she said, you're not that far, but you're not too close. You've probably got another hour, hour and a half climb, and it only gets worse from here. That's encouraging. So me and Kevin made it to the top, like, only through sheer stubbornness. Yeah. 
Like, he has asthma, and he was dying, and I was like, Kevin, I will leave you here, but I'm getting to the... No! Where'd Colin go? Colin has left us. Colin, say something. Uh, he's, he's calling back. Oh, oh man. Just a sec. To the list for Colin's Colin. <laughs> Colin's Colin. Oh, come on. Why, why can I not? <laughs> nice. Van Halen. Oh. Oh. Uh, you are. <clears throat> to entertain the listener while we do deal with our IT issues, uh, I'll sing a song. Uh, oh my god. In Bambridge Town, in the county down, one morning in July, from afar in green came a sweet Colleen, and she smiled as she passed me by. She looked so sweet from her toad hand feet to the sheen of her nut brown whiskey. Potato, 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 ethnic stare for your tie. I started like singing an Irish folk song with like a overbearing British accent and I realized that was wrong so I got more Irish as I went along and more offensive surprise <laughs> Irish <laughs> and like I, happens with yeah, all I tried to call you to get back on this without like disturbing everything oh it did oh, it, it disturbed did. things massively yeah. no I mean call you on the phone yeah, I lost an eye in, in the, in the oh. oh I see well it still disturbed things massively what about most things yeah and now the cursor's right on your face that looks kind of funny. Also from my trip, I wanted to share my uh, experience with TSA. Like, my very first experience. Because I had a... So I flew from Nebraska. I had a uh, direct flight to Los Angeles. And then later in the week, I flew to Seattle. That was a direct flight. And then I had... Uh, a flight with a layover back to Nebraska. So I went through TSA a couple times. And, like, in uh, my layover, I left the airport because I had a cousin who lived there. So I had to go through TSA, like, one, two, three, four, five times? I don't know. You had Anyways, a cousin that lived at the airport? What? You had a cousin that lived at the airport? <laughs> no. Yeah. But, uh... Weird. My very first going through TSA experience um, out of Omaha, I went through, I go through the little, I take off my shoes, go through the little body scanner thing, get out, wait for them to like tell me I can go, and it beeps, and the TSA agent goes, okay, so the machine detected something in this area, and she points at the screen, and I look at the screen, and it has, like, a person's body, and it just has a big red dot over my vagina. <laughs> and only my vagina. And I looked at the screen, and the first thing I did was look down at my own vagina. <laughs> like, what did I forget down there? <laughs> what could it be? Oh, shit, that's right. I put a knife in it. <laughs> knife myself. That's the last time I buy tampons made of pure gun cotton. <laughs> and I was wearing I was wearing yoga pants, so like if I was gonna hide anything it'd be pretty hard. 
But yeah, so I had to get patted down, and she actually asked me, Do, would you like to go to a private room? And I was like, hell no, that would be much stranger than me standing here while people are around to assure you don't do anything weird. <laughs> like, I don't want to be alone while this happens. And yeah, and then all my other TSA instances were fine. Yeah. Every time I went through, I was like, it's going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is it about my vagina? <laughs> it's the bomb. Hey. 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 Yeah, so, I had a nickel for every time I went through TSA and they found something in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a nickel. I didn't even know it was there. <laughs> yeah. You do have a nickel every time because it was a nickel. Is that like one of the, I guess it was one of the, like those backscatter x-ray ones, right? The millimeter scanning yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the surface. Let's all talk about the different wavelengths of... <laughs> <laughs> well, see, first of all, oh, you got your damn rays. <laughs> so, no, I'll stop. I, I don't want to do it. No, no. The TSA is just always... You've got to appreciate how proactive they are in always finding new ways to strip you of your dignity. Like, pretty soon it's going to be like the TSA's going to be cuckolding you, like, Sir, we're going to have to fuck your wife here. Uh, would you like us to do this in front of everyone or in a private room? By private, I mean littered with webcams. <laughs> well, you know what's weird? It, they have a hard time, like, coming out with actual stories of when this was successful. Uh, like yeah. we searched in this never. person's butthole and we found three nuclear weapons <laughs> <laughs> like it just makes something up at this point make us feel better like yeah. search in an asshole and find literally Osama Bin Laden yeah and I really question um, a lot of the efficacy of the uh, efficacy Efficacy, like effectiveness. Okay. Of um, pubic. Of of pubic. Okay, Colin's doing his Fu Manchu. Grilled cheese. Okay, so. (laughs) Whatever. Fuck you, listener. I don't have to handhold you here. Colin had a Fu Manchu. Uh, Because um, I actually had pocket knives go through carry-on luggage before just because I forgot yeah. it was in there. So yeah. it so nothing matters basically. It's all no, fair it, game. It's just uh, totally random. There's a great place. episode of uh, Adam ruins everything about this that it's it's it, there's a, there's a word for it it's called security theater. And it's all just bullshit to make people feel safe cuz like oh look they're doing something like that guy's elbow deep in that lady's asshole looking for a bomb, so they they must be safe. And it turns out they're not doing anything other than just violating yeah, your I, privacy and body parts. My mom went on a plane one time. I was with her. We were in, like, Florida or something. And she had two things on her carry-on. Like, and it's my mom. This is stuff she always carries. So she had fingernail clippers and she had a blood. knife. <laughs> oh, she has. So they on. took her fingernail clippers and left the knife <laughs> in that carry-on bag. I kind of thought about this after the fact. Are you allowed to take razors in your carry-on? Uh, I think you actually are. Like safety razors. Like I don't think shaving so. razors. 
Because, I mean, like, yeah. the actual blade is so small, it's kind of hard to... I can't imagine I mean, it would you be can pop them out and cut the shit out of people with them. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I mean, now that, after 9-11, now that they have, like, the reinforced cockpit door, they really don't need a lot of that shit. Like, sure, knife all the other passengers. You know, you'll only kill up to 200 people. Yeah, but you like, can do the same thing on a fucking bus. Right, right? yeah. The, the fact that it's on a plane doesn't make it, you know... Although I guess the bus could stop and people could get out. It's a bit harder on a plane. But yeah... Yeah, I could stop. People could get out. <laughs> I mean, stop. It's sort of in quotes. I guess you know we're all stopped in our own reference frame. So yeah, that's true. That. See, none of us are ever actually legitimately stopped ever, right? Or, so. no, we're always stopped. Or are we, baby? But are we wow, really stopped? This is deep. Or are we? Are we stopped? Or That's are for we the one listener. Like if, if millions of people listen to our podcast, it'd be for the one listener that got that joke anyway. <laughs> From the mighty fucking boosh. <laughs> so, listener, mighty boosh, great show. Fuck you, I'm not going to hold your hand. Keep up. Sorry. Sorry, listener. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. I'm not... All right, did we have other topics that we wanted to talk about? Um, I don't know. What's the... Wasn't, weren't there more from last week that you guys wanted to rehash or some shit? Oh, we rehashed I think that's what we've been doing up until now. Oh, hey, here, here's, here's something that's topical. Uh, the eclipse happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should... Uh, we, Colin, did you, yeah, you were here. Uh, I was there. Actually, yeah. I think everybody was here in Lincoln to see it nope. and behold its majesty, except for Sarah. I was some dumb idiot. Too cool for celestial miracles. Okay, I <laughs> I went to the Pacific Northwest to get a sunny, clear view of the eclipse. There was not a single cloud like the entire time I was in Seattle. I was misled about how much rain they get. Mm. But I heard that there were, like, clouds here in Nebraska. It was yeah. hit or miss. It, you know, I'd say it. most of the eclipse was horse shit, except for the totality. Where where we were, it happened to be clear at the time. Yeah. yeah. fucking random so, chance. So there's a little bit of a story from where me and Nicole were. Uh, I gave him bad information. Clear. Then and we got up to about ten minutes before totality, and we noticed that this cloud was not going to move out of the way. So we leave, and there's this one lady as as we're walking out. She's some dumb bitch. I don't know, and she's she's like, even they probably think it's over. It hasn't even started yet. I'm like I fucking know it hasn't started yet. We get in my car. We're on the edge of town, so we drive pretty briskly out of town, going 50s and 50 miles an hour and 25 mile an hour speed limit zone. <laughs> and then when I got out of town, I was literally going 90 miles an hour. On gravel and, roads or? Uh, it was gravel for about three miles, and then it got to be blacktop, but it was not a highway of any kind. 
And so what I was doing was I looked up in the sky, I saw a blue circle to the west, and I traveled to it <laughs> as fast as I fucking could. And we got there in time. Like uh, Nicole was watching the whole time, my girlfriend. And, now and she's, she's like, it's happening, calm, stop, it's happening. And we just get to like the edge of this this hole in the clouds where there's not a cloud in the sky there. That's like some weird, I don't know, it's, it looked like a, a zero. And we just pull over on the side of the road and just get out and, and watch it. So yeah, we got to see an, an unencumbered uh, total eclipse. But we had to massively exceed some speed limits to do it. Oh, all's well that ends well. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. Uh, yeah, Ethan and I... After that... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Shit. No, you go ahead. I think, Colin, this is what we call a Canadian standoff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So after that, there were like people I who I assume were pissed off that they didn't actually get to see a totality driving away, and we were pulled off as well as we could on a just a back road. So I was just like waving at people, like don't hit my car or my girlfriend, like down the road. We finally just pulled into somebody's driveway and just watched the the rest of it from their yard. I don't think they were home. Oh, well. Go on, Caleb. Oh, well, I was just going to say, uh, Ethan and I, uh, we watched it. There's a park here in Lincoln that uh, we biked out to, and uh, it had a little spur trail going off into the wilderness um, on, an, on the edge of it, and, and we biked out to that. And, uh, yeah, it was nice. There was, like, another family that was watching it out there. I like you say another. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Another family. Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I think I know what trail you're talking about. It's pretty. It only goes maybe another mile. I I peed on it. Okay. Walked oh well, you guys just trail. walked all over her. One of like the two times I peed. I guess once you have a Minecraft server together, your family, right? I think that's yeah. true. That's right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, like they were like way more into it than we were. Like there was one guy there who, uh, <coughs> who had like special filters that he put over binoculars, uh, so you could like look at the sun through binoculars and just get like a much closer look at it, which is pretty cool. And one of like the daughters in the family looked very familiar. I'm pretty oh. sure I knew her from something. Yeah, you're right. You one of them did. But I, I don't know for I I've been thinking about it and I can't place it. But anyway, that's not important. Um, but anyway, not at just all. Like Unless by, you say you fucked her. I I can't imagine how I would have <laughs> uh, with your penis. Uh, oh, so that's how that works. Uh oh. So I've been doing this. Oh, shit, is that wrong? Yeah. Uh, um. Anyway. Um, yeah. And, and, like, Ethan could not shut up about how cool these little fucking purple flowers <laughs> looked. They looked like, really cool under eclipse. the light, man. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It was agree. very interesting light. Because it wasn't, it wasn't like a sunset where you get, like, where, like, the wavelengths of the light change, so you have, like, the redder and orange colors. Probably scattering. Yeah, what he said. Uh, it was just regular sunlight, but 
like regular 1 p.m. sunlight, but just less of it. So I just kind of felt like my eyes were failing. Like, yeah, it, yeah I understand. It, was weird. That, it did seem weird. The, yeah, we were all kind of underwhelmed by it in Seattle, and then I said, kind of, I was like, like stick your hand out in the sunlight, and it doesn't feel warm. Like that's the, that was kind of the spooky part for us. Oh, I guess. yeah. So it was yeah, Seattle it was... in the totality? No, it got to like ninety-five percent, but it didn't get yeah. totality. Well, totality, I, I gotta say, was the only real cool part about it. <laughs> yeah, the rest is. Because it was like pretty underwhelming. Hey, like, as much as I, I don't, I'm not trying to be a dick. I. But I mean, it's a it's a fortunate consequence. So. Yeah. I for one think lunar eclipses are way cooler. With the moon. Wrong. Yeah. And then before. Yeah. I've never actually watched a lunar. They turn blood red and then completely dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best way Probably to look at a lunar eclipse. Clips is just like put your hand in front of your eyes. Same thing. Total Don't worry about it. Of the eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did we, oh yeah, yesterday I showed you that thing. And I can't Total. see anything. <laughs> Cause my eye, my hand is over my face. <laughs> my face. <laughs> I've got a topic. Yes, uh, yes. It's a more serious one, but I'm sure we'll talk about it in a very non-serious manner. The Confederate flag. Ah, <laughs> that's my favorite flag the in the whole wide world. And not... So just so we're all talking about the same flag, like the Confederate battle flag that many rednecks fly, which was never actually an official flag. Right. Did they have an official flag? Yeah, they had three different official flags. And, uh, and like, the, their main one was mostly white to literally represent the superiority of the white race. That's, like, their fucking reason for it. Actually, I think their last flag was all white because it was the flag of surrender. Bam! <laughs> Fuck it, uh, I mean, suck it, Nassau. <laughs> With the power hammer. <laughs> That's it. That's our podcast, folks. It's all over now. Suck it, Racism Sal. has ended because of Caleb's goddamn perfect joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, there's been a lot of stuff. Well, I'll... I'll the news recently. I'll say this. Oh, I see. So it was a lot of... Like, I, kind of on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I can't remember what they all look like. I, they're just lame. It's like, one of them looks like a like a bastard child between, like, the Texas flag and, like, the U.S. flag when the stars were all in a circle. Uh, the other one it just has, like, the, the your battle flag in the corner and the rest is white. Wait, wait, the other so one, the one that everyone thinks is the Confederate flag was like the battle flag of like Virginia or something Robert, like that, right? Uh, I don't know about Virginia, but I know Robert E. Lee like hit during some of his battles. They flew that flag. I mean, it's like the cross of Saints. Uh, what's the one that goes Saint down? George? No, no, the, the Scottish guy. The Scottish one. Yeah, that's right, because a lot of those fucking Southerners are inf- inferior Scots-Irish white people. Like, Cross of St. Elmo's yeah. Fire. Yeah, yeah. 
Is it nailed it? Saint Andrew. There's like some, yeah, some like actual Andrew, yeah. like saint who was like hung, yeah. but like on a diagonal, like that's where. It comes well, because that's name. like with Dang. the Union Jack, it's the cross of Saint George superimposed on the cross of Saint Andrew. So this cross of Saint Andrew is Scotland. I think there's even a third one. There's yeah, it's like three things. It's like Wales and Scotland, George, and Andrew, and England, and then five. You're right. Heart. It's Saint Andrew's cross. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like that. It's like that, and then there's like the stars, like uh, on the cross, and then uh, is it just red on the on the rest of it? Yeah, I, I just looked at it, but I forgot already. There is white around the cross, and then red field. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. There you go. The Confederate flag. So Sarah, did you have um, a context that you would like to place this in, or just uh, the flag in general? I mean, I guess the context is all that, all uh, that drama. Like the Charlottesville thing. Yeah. That yeah. whole bugaboo. Yeah. Well, you know, I I wouldn't so be I guess... quite so pissed off if the same fucking assholes who were like calling me a traitor for not being pissed off that someone's kneeling during the national anthem, or the same fucking assholes who are like, I'm gonna fly this open symbol of fucking rebellion of, like, trying to overthrow and tear down the United States Union. But my history! Oh, fuck you, you fucking fuck. Suck my giant hairy cock. So on the one hand... That's how I feel about that. (laughs) So... I don't know. I could go either way. Like, so on the one hand, I don't think the Confederate, like the flag that we see everyone flying or whatever, I don't think that's a problem. But the people who choose to fly it are not. Are it's not fun. because they're like I'm a history buff and blah right. blah blah. Yeah. I'm from Oklahoma, which wasn't even participating. In right. I'm from right, like I'm from Wilbur, Nebraska, which yeah. is, was a fucking abolitionist state. Um, and I think it's an important point to say that, you know, like with regards to like tearing down like the like the Robert E. Lee monument, for example. It was okay. a monument that was like erected in the '60s. Exactly. So, so there's that part, like with the physical monuments themselves. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of them were erected. You know, maybe in word it was like to remember some great person. But it was really to hold the black man down. Yeah, exactly. It was it was a reminder of who's in charge, right? I mean, that's yeah. sort of, that's yeah. the subtext. It, yeah, it, it but, happened during the civil rights era, but not like, like right after the civil war. But sort of, almost regardless of when or why it was put up, almost is um, it's like one of the arguments for why you should leave these things up is like, oh, if you tear it down, you're erasing history, but. There's a, like, people are not going to start, stop learning about Robert E. Lee if you tear down a statue of him, right? He's still going to be in the history. What if that's one of his horcruxes, Caleb? Did you ever think about that? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Well, here's here's what I... Maybe it's one of Jeff Sessions' horcruxes. (laughs) Nice. Here's what I think everyone needs to recognize about communication in general. Communication is a shared system where this person sending the information and the person receiving the information, between them there's this medium of culture where we understand what symbols mean. Like, if I decide... You're not a symbol, you're a symbol. You're a puppet. 
Sorry. Like, if I decided, um, if I decided that, like, if my whole life I'd only ever gotten ketchup and mustard together, so I'd only gotten, if I've only, if I've ever eaten ketchup, it's been on something that also had mustard, if I ever got, ate mustard or something that also had ketchup, so I was used to ordering ketchup and mustard together, and I had it switched in my head which one was which, like, I thought that the yellow one was ketchup and the red one was mustard, and one day I decided I would try just mustard by itself, me thinking that mustard is actually what everyone else does is ketchup, and I went to a, and I went and ordered a hamburger with mustard, and they put ketchup on it, and I got pissed off because it wasn't what I thought it was. I'd be the asshole in the situation because the rest of society has decided that this is what this symbol means. So I feel like... And, and these statues are a form of communication. They're communicating a message. So I feel like on both sides, people who just think like, oh, the only reason you have this up is if you're a racist or you know, you're a white supremacist, should understand that, okay, that's not what it means to everyone, but people... And these two things aren't equal. Uh, the side that's... Pr- I think more to blame is the side that says, hey, to me, the Confederate flag represents just pride in my Alabama heritage, where it's like, well, to a lot of fucking people, it represents some horrible shit. And it's not just sensitive snowflakes who think it represents racism. It's fucking not neo-Nazis who think it represents racism, because that's why they fucking love it so much, and they've said as much. So, yeah. I, uh... Like how Nazis ruin the swastika. Here, here. Yeah, like, man, poor Janus. That was like a Hindu symbol, wasn't it? It's several symbols. Cause it's, I think it comes from basket weaving. Um, which which symbol are we talking about now? The swastika. Well, and and you know that's actually that's fits well. A Gaelic my, symbol, right? It's a lot of symbols. It, it's originated like independently in several places because it comes, I think, from basket weaving. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I could see it becoming independent. It's fairly simple design. Right. <laughs> well, and that that kind of dovetails nicely into what I was saying about, like, communication and symbols, you have to understand your audience. Like, I don't think swastikas are offensive and, like, when I was in Mongolia, there were a lot of swastikas everywhere, and they were Buddhist symbols because Mongolia, uh, to the best of my knowledge, was not really heavily involved in either supporting or fighting the Nazis. That would be so... But there were a lot of Buddhists there. So interesting to, like, an American or a European, mm-hmm. you know, traveling around and seeing all these swastikas. Man, the Buddha really must have loved Hitler. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, hey, it's fine that they have swastikas here because in the language or the culture here, it means something different because communication, you have to communicate to your audience. And when your audience includes a bunch of white supremacists who do like the Confederate symbols because to them it does stand for racism and things, you have to be like, oh, well, I'd better stop sending this message if they like. So, I mean, I can see both sides. On one hand, fuck them. On the other hand, fuck them in the ass. Uh, <laughs> them being racists. Um, well, it's good that you can see both sides of it. Yeah. Yep. It's, I mean, it's basically... It's, I, so you <laughs> must empathize with the plight of our president. Exactly. Who also sees both sides of it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
whatever. I get, it, it really lets you know, like, the person you're dealing with, I guess. It is a giveaway. Yeah. Oh! Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I think especially around here, because, like, Nebraska, Nebraska is not part of the Confederacy. Yeah. Have you seen a Confederate flag? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah you, you, you do see them. I don't think they're super prevalent, but you They were selling them at CheckFest. Uh, there's a lot of Confederate In Wilbur, which is hilarious right. because the Slavs are an inferior people if you're, like, totally into, like, neo-Nazis. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ethan, I think your views on the Slavs have been very clear on this podcast. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, their, their flag should be just, like, a, a leaf painted with blood because that's as far as they've ever gotten. Like, right. that's as far as they can figure <laughs> Oh man! You know, I really wish. Oh, man. That's the oh, problem with racists. went too far for even Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem with racists is that they really need to learn the finer, remember the art of being racist towards other white people. It's like, a forgotten art. No, I learned. I know. I like learned so many European ethnic slurs from my dad, Me who too. spent so yeah, with yeah. a great man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's his statue? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, Hitler really hated the Slavs. And, well, and I mean, non-Teutonic people, which also includes the Celts, which is so funny because so many people of the KKK in the KKK and in the South in general of Scots Irish descent. I mean, so wow, it's, it's weird that it's like hard to tell people apart when you can't quite pick out that skin color. Right. Weird. Yeah, That's something for all of us to think about, isn't it? Yeah. And the listener, you can really trust our views on diversity because we're all the whitest people you've ever met. So I think I've been working on my tan this summer. Come on, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> so white. I think it was when my brother was in high school, maybe, or maybe it was middle school. My mom went to his parent-teacher conferences, and his teacher was like, oh, he's doing very well. I especially, he did a very good job on this genealogy paper that is so interesting that you guys are descended from Robert E. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom just kind of went, oh, yeah. <laughs> what, she said that that way? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're descended from <laughs> Oh, my God, it's so hot. No, she like... Didn't want Jeremy to fail his paper, so she went along with it. And then she went home like, "Why would you lie and say that we're descended from Robert E. Lee?" My brother's like, <laughs> which is as good of defense as any. So does, does he still say that racism doesn't exist in the United States after Charlottesville when we had fucking hordes of neo Nazis marching in the streets? I don't know. I think I don't know. He's, what is racist? He, when he said that... Same as work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what he was, like, reaching for. I was like, yes, there's probably less racism today in America than ever. Right. But there's still room for improvement. Right. I mean, to be fair, yeah, like, housing discriminates, like, housing discrimination and job discrimination are a less bad form of racism than, like, straight-up lynching. Or, like, chattel slavery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or actual or actual slavery. But, you know, I mean, those are... That's Not like great. saying Bush Light is better than uh, Natty Light. Like, 
Neither of these things is good. And yes, I am saying that Natty Light is as bad as genocide and Bush Light is as bad as slavery. <laughs> okay, I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> so Colin is here again, drinking slavery. Yeah. And I can feel very, you know, morally superior drinking my tall boys of Miller High Life. <laughs> I, this is... High Life is better than that. Semi-related. <laughs> Pretty much related. I have a friend who her boyfriend has a friend who I think is half black, but uh, he gets, she said that he gets overly, what she thinks is overly offended, and I probably agree with her, because she said once they're all hanging out and uh, some guy was walking off and somebody else was like, hey, bring me back a beer when you come in or something, and then another person went, hey, he's not your slave. And then the half black guy got really offended and was like, "Hey guys, too far." And yep. then wouldn't that's yeah. literally wrong. And like wouldn't talk to them. Yeah, that's I that's mean. yeah. I mean, slavery wasn't a black on white or white on black thing for most of history. Like, first of all, well, you but you have to recognize like yeah. I, I wonder what the country. Jews think right. of that though. Country, like yeah, like black people are like, "Come on, you just can't say slavery." And the Jews are like, "Um, does anybody?" Is it just us? Can we say anything? Everyone's like, shut up. Shut, just shut up. Again. How, we've told you for thousands of years, shut up. <laughs> and if you haven't learned your lesson by now. Yeah. Well, I'm sure in all this talk about race, we've probably said something that will offend everyone from every I would life, hope so. so. I will say... Demo job. Robert E. Lee, Robert E. Lee was like a pretty cool dude. Mm-hmm. Like he was super effective, and he wasn't actually like for slavery. Yeah, he just kind of was like Virginia's my hometown. I feel obligated. Yeah, I mean there were a lot of good Nazis who <laughs> didn't understand the Holocaust was going on and fought for Germany. I mean, I mean, was there a and Nathan Bedford Forrest was not. Pro murder in any way, <laughs> but I mean that doesn't. Uh... Yeah, was that is that your like serial killer pseudonym? Is that Nathan your first Like the one of the founders of the KKK. Oh, oh. sorry. Well, we actually, have those those memorized like you. Actually, didn't the KKK start out as basically just like guys doing pranks and having fun and it had nothing to do with white supremacy or anything. Wasn't it like they, a white man sewing group? And then, <laughs> like a knitting circle. Yeah. And then racists <laughs> ruined it for everyone. Like they, and then they were like, this is <laughs> too hot! It's like, hey, we can look I mean, like it was, it was not innocent, but there were there were not people lynching other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. We're gonna take the KKK back. We're gonna. Don't you hate it? We're going to declare the Zoom. We're taking it back. We're gonna declare this Zoom podcast a chapter of the KKK, and we're gonna like open up soup kitchens, and we'll be like, can we work on taking Porch Monkey back too while we're at it? Might as well. It's cool. We're taking it back. We're taking it back. It's cool. 
Nice. I always use it as a term for lazy people, not lazy black people. <laughs> hey, Ethan, or, or, Ethan or Colin, one of you, didn't you have an end with somebody who found, like, a chapter certificate for the KKK in the wall of a house? raising his hand. Or something? I did. Yes, I know this person. I'm not supposed to tell people, so I can't say who. Yeah, Even though nobody's like listening to this. But I, I promised I wouldn't tell. So I know a person who did find a KKK um, membership charter Yeah, in, in their house. I mean, why the Pretty cool. Is like in Nebraska or like northern Kansas or whatever. Like that it's... one of their family members possessed or just like in the wall? Like, um, it was in Nebraska. Yeah, but the, like the, the the people who installed the insulation in the house, like the KKK, like paid them some money to put like redeem this for one year's membership free in the KKK. <laughs> I don't know who built the house, and I don't want journalists to pin this on anyone. Okay, I don't know. Is it was it Gary? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was goddamn Gary. You're right. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that guy's all okay, over the it, map. I will say it was not my Uncle Gary. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem right now. <laughs> oh, Gary. Uh. But yeah, that's uh, it is pretty cool. And one of my um, acquaintances' houses, this is actually still kept and framed not because they are racist but because it is very interesting but it is, it is hidden it's framed and hidden not hung up I think I know who this is it's Gary it's Gary. Yeah, you know. it's Gary Gary the farmer is it, the, is it their grandparents with Hitler yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, those ones. Oh, I know who this is too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We <laughs> we can gossip about this app. I I totally put that on the fucking mantelpiece. <laughs> it's like, why do you have a picture of an old woman shaking hands with Hitler? Oh, that's my grandmother. Bless <laughs> <laughs> her. Like yeah. he came from a family of German nobility, and they were like yeah. German nobles during World War Two. So you schmooze with the politicians. It doesn't matter what you think of them. That's what you do. And yeah. He's got a picture of his grandparents just like eating dinner. And shaking hands with Hitler. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't throw that away. That's like, like my grandparents met Hitler. What have your grandparents done? That's right. That is. I mean, that belongs in. Fought Hitler. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I was uh, when I was back home. I was. Um, I forget who I was talking with, but. Um, Hitler? We, <laughs> Hitler? We, we I were, just met her. We were talking about somebody who uh, was of the generation that had experienced both World War One and World War Two, And I think we were... Uh, maybe they were still around, like, in the 60s. And we're talking about, like, like voting, like... For like Kennedy or whoever's running against, and you know, like the Democrat versus the Republican, and, oh. and, and interesting. Th- this is like totally lost to history for I think our generation in general. But like from this person's point of view, who was around for the two world wars, is like I'm not going to vote for a fucking Democrat 
because it's these Democrats that keep getting us into all these wars. Ah. Which I never, like, really put together because, like... Kennedy actually kind of got us into Vietnam, right? Well, this is not about Vietnam. This is about, like, before that. Because, like, Woodrow Wilson, president during World War I, he was a Democrat. Mm -hmm. FDR, obviously, during World War II, also a Democrat. I think this guy might have actually fought or been somehow involved in both of these wars. And it's so different from, like, politics now, where, at least for me, I feel like the narrative is, like, these Republicans that are these, like, war hawks and, like, want to, like, invade and fight people. And, you know, it it was just really interesting for me to hear that, uh, that that was the impression. But it it was totally justifiable, because it it was Democratic presidents that got us into those two huge wars. However, I, I, I would also say that, you know, I have, like, you know, 50 more years of uh, history to look like at. Sample size, yeah. Uh, the, the wars that we've been involved with in the last 50 years, I think, have been a lot more questionable than the ones yeah. we've had. Yeah, well, they've just been such a clusterfuck in general, because, like... It, in Vietnam, wasn't it, like, basically a lot of it a proxy war between the U.S. and fucking France? Uh, France? Yes. I, that I think you got the wrong right. country. No, I think, like... Vietnam? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the U.S. and France were allies in Vietnam. We were both members of NATO. Secret. There, there was some weird shit going on. Like, this was... I think it was more a proxy war between the U.S. and the Russians. That's right. No, there's this... Alright, I'm looking this up right now. Man, I can't wait to learn. Proxy war between U.S. and Dantooine. I can't wait to, like, until, like, one day, you know, I realize that my views are really conservative compared to, like, the young crowd. Who's like, mandatory abortion! Is it (laughs) me that's wrong? No. (laughs) No. It's society. Gay marriage is legal. Did I say legal? I meant mandatory. mandatory. <laughs> I'm so straight. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had that uh, experience. When I was uh, in Puerto Rico for a conference a few years ago, I was at some cantina just, like, getting shit-faced, and there was some old guy there. And the gold medal beer down there. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that you can get, like, for, like, one dollar for, uh, like, a ten-ounce can in a bar. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. But anyway, um, like, it was not great beer, but after three or four, you don't care. And, uh, anyway, uh, there was some, like, old guy there who I was, I was talking with, and, uh, he's like, we, for some reason, started talking politics. I don't remember a lot of the details, but at some point, he said, like, yeah, he's yourself is like pretty pretty liberal, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. He's like, yeah, yeah. Wait till you get to be my age. <laughs> yeah, that that that'll uh, that'll turn around. Yep. And um, it might it might not. I don't know. I like I know some old people who are pretty liberal. Um, I know a lot who are, and a lot of old people who are not. So I don't know. Yeah. See how it goes. I don't know. Views change over time, except like the. Things that are considered liberal and conservative, those also shift over time. They do, yeah. In pretty unpredictable manners, yep. usually. 
I mean, the one thing we can rest assured is that the Slavs are an inferior people. <laughs> Definitely. That is... Yeah, that's absolutely true. Man, you guys, I wish I had a bathroom down here. Just pee your pants. Just pee on the floor. Isn't there a drain? Yeah. It's gotta be a drain. Let's go and shift, because I was just thinking I had to pee too. Pee as well. Pee too. Yeah. Pee three. It's a, sec- a secret second kind of pee only I can make. <laughs> I remember being little and like number one was pee, number two was poop, and then you know me and my sister went up to like ten, coming up with like different <laughs> combinations. Like we're like, okay. No, my, number nine was prolapse. <laughs> I, number yes. eleven, leaking synovial fluid from you my knee. Anal prolapse. <laughs> Uh, I'm more of an anal amateur lapse myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is this amateur hour? But and it all comes back to, to the backside. Full circle. Full sphincter. Full sphincter. I just met her. And with that, <laughs> I think we should draw to an end. Another episode of the Slizoo the perfect podcast. podcast. The perfect. This was guys. This was our best one so far. <laughs> it was not Absolutely. good. Absolutely. No, it was, was not our worst, but it was not our best. It was our best. We didn't get the dictionary out. That's I feel true. like we forgot that we were on a podcast. Just you know, chatting, we should, which we should not actually a bad thing. Who'd have thought? Weird. We should make we should go through and make Sarah chime in on all the other topics we've covered so far. Okay. Like so next time be sure to between now and next week, be sure to really spend some time thinking about all the various bands you've had in your life. This is important. Yeah. Well, we had a safari. Well, think deeply and darkly think about that safari. Harder. Okay. So for me, listener, thanks for sticking with us. On another great episode. We'll see you next week. Signing off, this is Sarah. Hoping you have a stellar week. Uh, fuck your pancakes. This is Ethan. Yeah, this is Colin, and I don't fucking care about your week. Goodbye. Like, I have so much fucking, like, soup bullion. Like, I got this, like, chicken stuff. I got this as, like, vegetable. More chicken. I don't think I bought almost any of this. Um, beef bullion. Why? I don't know!